This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What is going on, everybody? This is Gage over at Dairyland Express coming at you with the kind of an emergency pot after the first round draft happened, uh, kind of prepping you for round two. Uh, I'm flying solo today, just kind of giving my opinions on the first round of the draft. I know probably the majority of people out there listening have probably heard, seen it and heard about it and got their own takes on it. I just kind of wanted to give my opinion. Uh, obviously, we know the Packers hung in 12. Uh, there were some rumors that they might uh, trade down or trade out of that spot. Uh, they ended up staying in their spot, and they got Rashawn Gary, uh, Michigan edge rusher. Um I, I was a little I was a little underwhelmed by the Gary pick, especially with uh, Brian Burns out of Florida State still sitting on the board. Uh, Carolina actually Carolina ended up getting a great player by when he fell to them. Um, Gary has a ton of potential. Um, I really like I really like his his athleticism. He had a great great put up great numbers at the combine. Uh, I think that he has some a ton of potential to do to become an amazing player at the NFL level. I think that that's a lot of what got him drafted. Um, obviously GM Brian, Brian Gutekunst after the, after the draft or the first round was over, he didn't in his interview, he said that Gary's the type of player that they look for on the edge. Uh, they obviously signed uh, Z or Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith this off season who are bigger guys. And Gary's kind of in that mold that like he's a bit, he's a bigger edge rusher. He can kind of play both inside and outside, which is something that you like to see from your edge rushers. Um, he, I, he put up. He only put up nine and a half sacks in thirty four games. That's which is pretty underwhelming. And then he's got a torn labrum in his shoulder, but that's more of a, a maintenance issue. It's not something that's going to cause him long term. It's not something that's going to cause him problems. That he has to get it checked out immediately. He did twenty six reps at, on on the bench press when he was at the combine. So clearly, it's not. It's more just a pain management issue. It's not something that's going to limit him in that in that sort of fashion. Um, I think he has pretty good uh, a lot of similarities to um, uh, Zadarius and uh, to former Packer Nick Perry. Uh, he's bigger. He's got a lot of power. Um, it's Green Bay's banking a lot on his on his potential, especially when taking him at twelve when there was some more established guys on the board. Um, they he's he put up and he was triple teamed a lot coming in or a lot when he was at Michigan he was the number one recruit in the country he has a lot he showed a lot of potential there the problem is potential doesn't mean anything if you're not capitalizing on it and that's what Gary ran into yesterday that's what Gary ran into he uh he he won't be thrust into the starting role right away he'll get some time to to learn and develop uh with those two uh free agent signings in front of him which will help him out uh he'll be probably going out with the second unit with kyler fackrell and reggie gilbert uh gets to develop more as a as a rotate as nothing more than a rotation guy so i really like that um i also think that gary gives them a good amount of flexibility in the lineups that they trot out on the field um he can play with his hand in the dirt he can rush standing up uh and then like i said he's really similar to smith in that way they could put smith gary and Preston Smith all on the field at the same time and you're going to get 
good production from all three guys because they all have the versatility to do more than just play at one spot. Um, I was a little, uh, like I said, I mentioned Brian Burns. Um, there was also Montez Sweat who slid all the way down to 26 before the Falcons tr- or the Redskins traded up to grab him. So that was so that was pretty surprising to see him fall that far, especially after his uh, heart concerns were a little less. Um, a little less severe than everyone had thought previously coming into the day. Um, Jawan Taylor was another guy that was still on the board. Um, I was it drawn to, and Jawan Taylor is actually still on the board. He's fell all the way out of the first round just due to some injury concerns. So clear, but Green Bay clearly they prioritized the they prioritized the edge rusher spot um, by grabbing Gary, and I think that he's got the potential to be a great pick. Uh, I I was. I think twelve is a little rich for my for my blood, but you know what? Brian Gudenkins has done a lot. He's done a lot of. He's had a lot of good work over the past two years, and he's given us a lot of reasons to have some faith in him. So I'm I'm gonna trust him on this one. I ended up uh, grading this one for Dairyland last night. I gave it a B minus. I think Gary, if he can develop and achieve his potential, I think that this has a chance to be a slam dunk pick, and he can be a steal. The only problem is. If he becomes, if he's nothing more than potential, that's what he's been for three years in college. Can he? Can he be more than that? That's that's kind of what we're looking at here. Uh, and then, uh, and then there was a little delay. Uh, we were thinking Green Bay was waiting until thirty. There was there was some rumors about who was on the board and some of the players were trading up for. And the guy they ended up trading up for was Darnell Savage. Savage is a safety out of out of Maryland. He says that he models his game after Adrian Am- or after Adrian Amos's former teammate Eddie Jackson with the Chicago Bears. I don't know if he's necessarily that type of true free safety type like the single high can cover sideline to sideline type, but that's not what Mike Pettin is going to ask him to do. Mike Pettin's going to ask Savage to come down and play the run at times and he's going to ask him to match up with tight ends and slot receivers savage can do that he's played a little bit of corner during his time in college the guy's got great ball skills he had he had 13 passes defense by the time his career uh by the time or by the time his career ended in college uh he showed really good coverage um he showed great playmaking ability he had two pick sixes during his time in time in school um he's gonna have to work a little he he's a little bit of a project in the in his deep coverage, he uh, can get a little crossed up at times, but I really liked what I saw in film. Uh, he's been he was a guy that was rising up boards a lot, and Green Bay felt that they needed to trade up and get him. And it's no coincidence that as soon as Green Bay traded up to grab him, the Ravens traded back because that's who their guy was. Savage was going to be their guy. He he's got good, he's got good ball skills. He can he can run with any tight end or corner so or t- tight end or wide receiver. Excuse me. Uh, the, the Detroit Lions uh, snagged TJ Hawkinson in the top 10, so he's going to have to match up with him for the, for the next next decade or however long they stick around. <clears throat> he's got he's got decent size. He's 5'11", so he's a little undersized, but he plays big. He hits hard. There's plenty of you can go look up any highlight video of him. He just lays his lays opposing receivers and ball carriers out. That's what you like to see from your safety. He plays hard. He can do he can do a little bit of both. He doesn't he's not a pure coverage guy or a pure run guy. Uh, some people were kind of interested in Jonathan Abram, who went later in the first round um, to the Raiders. He's a uh, Abram's uh, Abram can do some coverage stuff, but he's mostly a run run stopping guy. He's got he lays 
lays hits better than just about any safety in this class. Uh, Savage Savage is a better cover guy. He can cover better. He can he can he can still play the run without getting totally bowled over. He's not afraid to hit uh, opposing running backs in the hole. So that's what you so that's what you want. You don't want a safety that's going to run away from contact. You want a guy that's going to come down, hit you in the box, and then he, but he can also run back up the seam with that uh, with those tight ends up the middle. So that's so I gave and I ended up I gave that pick a B plus. I really liked the idea of Savage. I thought they might have had to give up a little too much to trade up and give him get him. They had to give up both fourth round picks this year, which I thought might have been a little rich. But you know what? If if Savage is their guy and they feel that he's going to be their safety of the future after uh since and, and they haven't had a guy like that since Nick Collins' uh, unfortunate neck injury ended his career far too soon. I think that sa- that it's uh, it makes all the more sense in the world. If you can go out and you can get a guy in the first round that's going to start for you and he's going to start and be an above average player, you trade for him because there's far too many picks in the first round that aren't going to work out that you if you know this guy's going to work out, you go get him. That's what Gudikins did. He went out, he got another athlete that can play in the back end. Savage was a crazy good athlete, had put up great numbers at the combine. Um and that's what he's going to be at the NFL level. Uh, kind of looking ahead to day two, there's a lot of good players on the board still. A lot. There's uh, you got Juwan Taylor. Uh, let's see, you got Juwan Taylor. You got uh, Blake Cashman at the linebacker spot. I know a lot of people are interested in Green Bay grabbing a linebacker. He's still on the board. Nasir Adderley, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, both still on the board. Um, all of the top cornerbacks outside of DeAndre Baker are still on the board. You got Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams, Amani Arwarie. There's a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball, which we knew that. And then almost all of the wide receivers are still there. Nikhil Harry goes off the board at 32, and he's the only wide receiver to go in the first round. You got DK Metcalf, the freak of nature from Ole Miss is there. A.J. Brown, who a lot of people have thought was going to be a late first-round pick. Nope, he's still there. He could end up falling to Green Bay at 44, and just he's a slam-dunk pick. He can start on the outside. I'm really interested to see what Green Bay does. They could They could look to trade back if they don't like what's on the board. They could look to trade up if they see a guy that they're in love with. I wouldn't put anything past Brian Gutekinds. He's shown the willingness to move around. We're not going to have to just wait for him to pick at each spot because he's probably not going to do that. That's not what he did when he was at. That's not what he did last year. That's not what he's done this year. The guy knows that he needs to make moves, make moves to make good things happen, and that's what he's going to do. I am super excited. They have they have two picks today. They have, their, they have 44 and then 75. Uh, both picks have the potential to be to be studs with how the value is falling down this board with guys like Titus Howard jumping up into the first round and LJ Collier going off the board at 29. There's a lot of good picks still on the board, and Green Bay's in a position to, if they want to trade down, they can. If they want to trade up, they can do that too because they still have a number of draft picks laying around. They've made two, so they have six left. They still have a number of picks that they can uh, move around and get the get the players they need that is going to help them going to help them out. Uh, if you think that Green Bay had a great day one on the day one of the draft, let me know uh, at Gbridge for the NFL on Twitter. I'll be on there all night uh, live tweeting uh, the picks. Get my give my evaluation on not only Green Bay's picks but all the other ones as well. I'll have probably some content coming out here in the next twenty four hours. Just constantly churning out content for you guys. Uh, just letting you know my opinions and where I think that what I think this means for the team, how it's going to affect them in the future. Uh, but as always, go pack, go, and thanks for listening.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.